the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Good to be with you. Wednesday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, you may have a lot of time to listen to the show today if you are on uh, I-70 eastbound toward Dayton from Columbus. As, boy, do we have a mess over there, and we've had it since this morning. Uh, all the lanes of eastbound I-70 are shut down while they clean up a hazmat spill. Uh, Huber Heights, Old Troy Pike, Brant Pike had a multiple vehicle crash this morning. Uh, they've been on the scene since around 7 o'clock in the morning, and we do not have updates from any of the news sources that we uh, scan in Dayton that this is cleaned up as a box truck. Uh, somebody carrying hazardous materials spilled over the highway, so it's going to be a mess, an utter mess, and I guess it's backing up all the way to I-75, which would be, wow, a good 10 to 15 miles from there, I would say. So we have that uh, going on in Dayton, but hey, hey, Dayton, things could be Worse, you could be, uh, well, I don't know, you could be in Columbus. You could be eating at a McDonald's restaurant on Alum Creek Drive. Uh, someone was last night, just before 8.30. And a uh, guy in the middle of his Big Mac uh, gets a side order of lead, uh, though he did not order it. A 51-year-old man, gunshot wound to the leg. Um, all he did was walk up to another driver, ask for directions, Um and the other driver then fired a gun at him. Look, if you don't know how to go where the guy's asking you to go, you don't need to shoot him. Uh, wow. Uh, another shooting on the uh, east side last night. Now it's dangerous going to Kroger and getting your groceries at Kroger. 7 o'clock, Kroger in the 2000 block of East Main. 23-year-old woman shot there. So, I mean... Thank you, Andrew Ginther, for giving us a city which used to be a crown jewel and now uh, virtually anywhere. Eating at a fast food restaurant or getting your groceries, you're going to be shot in Columbus. I was hearing last night those two may be related. I don't know if they've tied well, they, them yeah, together Yeah, they happen within so. pretty close proximity yeah. to each other. But, I mean, Alan you know, Creek. you think, okay, yeah. I'm going to go into a an area of Columbus known for drug trafficking. I might be taking my life in my hands. When you go to eat at a fast food restaurant and get your groceries, those uh, are not two scenarios where you have on your radar that you could get shot. Uh, but that is uh, unfortunately what happened. Uh, when you were a kid, did your uh, did your parents ever lecture you? Did you ever get the lecture about coming in late or what? Well, uh, a bit of nostalgia you can look forward to tomorrow night. We're all going to get... And by all, I mean anyone who listens to this show or holds my political beliefs or uh, view on culture. In other words, if you're not a 
leftist who hates America, you have a lecture to look forward to tomorrow night. Our adult president, Grandpa Joe, is going to lecture us all about what horrible, awful, terrible, evil, very bad people we are. Uh, He was uh, doing it, kind of previewing it, yesterday in uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Um, I think Joe Biden exists in his own little parallel world because, um, well, I mean, he kind of admits that he's living in his own uh, parallel world because... Uh, Listen to this soundbite and listen to what Joe Biden is telling you to do right off the bat. Imagine Imagine. if you turned on the television in Mm. Washington, D.C. and saw a mob of a thousand people storming down the hallways of the parliament, breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election (laughs) and killing several police officers in the meantime. It requires imagination to see that, uh, because the last time I checked, maybe I should check with producer Pam. She's my fact checker. Do we have a parliament in this country? Well, first of all, we don't have a parliament. We don't have a parliament. Okay. Well, he all, said imagine. He said several officers, and I, yeah. I, I think I that's an exaggeration. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do we have a thousand people? I, I, I got to tackle these imaginary <laughs> events in Joe Biden's mind once and one well, at a time. He's referencing January 6th. Yes, I know he is. But was, did we have a thousand, a thousand? people in the Capitol? That's a pretty good group. A good group. Pretty good sized group. I, so. I, I don't submit to facts and evidence from Joe Biden's okay. mind that we had a thousand people in the Capitol. But here it is again. Just ca- try to keep track of the uh, of the fabrications here. Imagine mm. if you turned on the television and. Washington, D.C. Okay, we're in Washington. And saw a mob of a thousand people storming down. Storming? The hallways of the parliament. Of the parliament. Breaking down the doors. Breaking down the doors. Trying to overturn an outcome of election. Mm, Okay. And killing several police officers in the meantime. Killing several police officers in the meantime. How many police officers died that day? He did say in Washington, D.C. He did say in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not off in some... Right. He's not referencing London. ...parallel universe that he's imagining. No. Uh, So this is, stickler for facts that he is, uh, the guy who tomorrow night will uh, lecture all of us about how evil, terrible, awful we are. Here's another piece of Joe Biden's speech yesterday from uh, Pennsylvania, which gives you a real good idea of what kind of finger-wagging lecture you're in for tomorrow night, young man and woman. No one expects politics to be a patty cake. Oh, it sometimes gets mean as hell. But the idea you turn on a television and see senior senators and congressmen saying, if such and such happens, there'll be blood in the street. Where the hell are we? Now, I think I think that where the hell are we was in reference to Lindsey Graham, Mm -hmm. not him all of a sudden, like not knowing where he was. Although that's always a possibility with Mm -hmm. Joe Biden. Yeah, he was poking a stick at Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham said there'd be, I think he said riots in the streets. I don't think he said blood. I I could be wrong. I'm working off memory there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just terrible, awful, horrible that Lindsey Graham would uh, raise the very possibility that there could be uh, violence in the streets. Because, you know, if there's one thing that we know about the Democratic Party, 
Uh, it is that uh, they would never, ever. I mean, not, not just Democratic politicians, but their acolytes, like people, actors like, I don't know, Madonna or Robert De Niro or Johnny Depp. No one who votes Democrat would ever call for violence or even merely suggest that there could be violence regarding uh, any kind of circumstances in our country that go against your uh, your political preferences. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. We go low, we kick. Biggest terror threat in this country is white men. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. And all of that was before the overturn of Roe versus Wade. That's right. All of that was before the overturn of Roe versus Wade. I don't even remember what the crisis of the, the perceived crisis of the moment was for Democrats that uh, I'm trying to do the roll call in my mind. There was Madonna saying she thought about blowing up the White House. There was Johnny Depp saying, when's the last time an actor assassinated a president? There was Robert De Niro saying he wanted to punch Trump in the face. There was Nancy Pelosi saying that Donald Trump was the enemy of the state and uh, an anti-constitution. There was Maxine Waters uh, talking about, you, you see anybody out and about who's in that cabinet, you go up, you get in their face, you tell them they're not welcome here. They're not allowed to be in our country Ah, uh, ha, 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 Who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? Okay. And then, and then, Roe versus Wade was overturned. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Maybe I just throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish we were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. Please, get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? (laughs) Does one of us have to come out alive? That's Kamala Harris. Wow. And then she cackled, laughing. <laughs> like the Wicked Witch of the West she is. Yeah. Uh, well, so anyway, now you're primed and ready for your lecture tomorrow night from Uncle Joe, telling you how hateful and evil and terrible and awful you are.
This could get interesting here in this segment because my uh, official clock just went off. So, uh, Pam, if you would wave at me when I have about a minute left in this segment. Okay. I appreciate it. It's like official clock? I just don't keep talking. I have my little official clock over here to the left. It's gone the way of I-70. It's been shut down. Not by a hazardous uh, wreck. Not by a hazmat spill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those of you who are on I-70 wondering, what is going on? If people are headed to Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. and that's been stopped since 7 o'clock this morning, I'm guessing that's well past, worked its way well back to Springfield by now. Well, it looks like I, – I looked at Google Maps after you – or yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks like they are diverting traffic before mm, that exit. So the traffic is able to continue to flow. However, when they bump you to another route, that is going to slow things down as far as your destination time. Yes. Friday night there was a jackpot on uh, 33 eastbound toward oh, Marysville. Sure. And I was meeting someone at Costco to take them to Bell Fountain. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah – my local knowledge will benefit me. I'll just head on up Industrial Parkway while all those uh, unaware folks sit on 33. Mm-hmm. And It I was probably about, busy, too. <laughs> about three miles up Industrial Parkway, and I was parked, and I looked over to my right, and 33 was zooming along. Mm-hmm. So they had cleared 33, and all the rest of us who tried to outsmart the system uh, yeah. were, in fact, outsmarted. That's one of those six, one, half dozen. Yeah. Now, speaking of, as uh, producer Pam did, diversions, uh, that brings me to Ohio Republic. Uh, oh, see? I fell for the diversion. Ohio uh. Democratic Senate candidate, Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan has been, man, he's been doing a boffo impersonation of a Republican throughout his Senate campaign. Just li- Just listen to Tim Ryan. He's playing Defunding the police is way off the mark. Ooh. We need more cops, not less. Oh. My party also got it wrong on the trade deals that sent your jobs overseas. Mm. I've always fought those working against you. Sure. That's why I'll take on China to bring jobs back to Ohio and fight for a tax cut that puts more money in your pocket. You want culture wars? I'm not your guy. Ooh. You want a fighter for Ohio? I'm all in. I'm Tim Ryan, and I approve this message. Oh, he's a fighter for Ohio. He's fighting for all those things you as a conservative want. And so you should vote for him. You shouldn't vote for J.D. Vance because Tim Ryan is, he's not into those culture wars, okay? Except that commercial caught the attention of some people that kind of like it when Democrats are all in on the culture wars. They don't want a moderate Democrat, and they don't want to give their money to a moderate Democrat either. And so Tim Ryan had to get on the phone on Zoom with the Cuyahoga County Democratic Women's Caucus. Mm. And they had uh, some concerns about Tim Ryan's Republican impersonations. And they were asking him about, uh, you know, the culture war thing that you say you're not interested in and all those trade deals that you say Trump got right. Um And besides that, I mean, you know, what about the things that really matter? What about diversity, equity, and inclusion? What about LGBTQ plus ampersand divided by multiply comma semicolon? What about that? What about the alphabet mafia, Tim Ryan? Are you not going to stand up for all those things? Uh, Well, uh, here's a little 32-second snippet of Tim Ryan where Tim Ryan is really more exposing Tim Ryan's heart than he was in his carefully crafted and edited campaign commercial. Republicans that are that are supporting us, we're keeping the message very much on, around economics. 
you know, staying away from the culture wars, which don't serve us very well uh, in Ohio, you know, much like Sherrod does, you know, lead with the economics, lead with the blue collar stuff, lead with the jobs. And, and that's, you know, that's going to serve us well. Um, they've spent 80 million already on the other side. Uh, there he is saying uh, what he has said before, that he will be a senator like Sherrod Brown. And he notes with envy that Sherrod Brown has been elected a lot as a senator from Ohio. And so he's going to do what Sherrod does, which is this kind of David Copperfield thing where he talks about being a man of the people, even though he's never had a real job in the workforce. And he talks about labor issues, and union issues, blue collar this and blue collar that. Well, that typically works, you know, in a campaign commercial or it works when you're out and about on the campaign trail and you're doing the 20 second blow by someone before they have the chance to really ask you a question that has any substance to it. But unfortunately for Tim Ryan on this Zoom call, uh, one of these Cuyahoga County Democratic women wanted to know, uh, hey, upon further review, what are you going to do for LGBTQ people? And are you really going to legislate? And Well, he's not going to legislate because all he ever does is get post offices named after his friends. What kind of agenda is he going to push as a senator, Tim Ryan? You keep mentioning, you know, that you're not about the culture wars and, you know, you're, you're talking about these bread and butter issues for people. But, you know, as a young woman of reproductive age, as somebody who identifies as queer and has a lot of friends in the queer community, I just want to make sure, like, will you be the advocate that we need on abortion rights, the advocate that we need on trans people's human dignity and their human rights and on gay rights? I mean, we're seeing an absolute onslaught all over the country with um, these issues. And I mean, Ohio itself has attempted and succeeded in a lot of just really targeted measures that target these communities that don't have a lot of political power and and don't have, you know, a lot of people in their corners. So I just want to make sure that that, that's not a bargaining chip for you to get. Yeah, no. And and that's an absolute legitimate question because, you know, we're leading so hard with with the economic stuff. I just gave a floor speech a couple days ago on the Women's Health Protection Act, which I voted, supported on, spoke on, uh, and to codify Roe v. Wade. I've been very uh, you know, vocal on, on these other issues that you mentioned. So you can count on me to be in the fight. you know. And then it's a lot like shared too. I mean, I'm, I'm progressive. I'm gonna vote that way. I'm gonna support you and, you know, uh, in every way, shape or form. Um, and, you know, my record's clear on issues around equality and those kind of things. So you can count on me, and I'll be there for you. Now, the funniest part of this is, and you can't see this because it's radio, when he's out on the campaign trail and somebody asks him a question like this or a question he doesn't like, what does he do? He keeps walking, right? He keeps on walking. He won't even answer. He won't even respond. When she starts to ask this question, he gets up and starts walking away. He's, like, filming this on his phone. The mere fact that he has to face his record and he has to be like, oh, man, you mean I got to put my foot in the LGBTQ waters, in the culture war waters? Man, lady, I'm never going to get elected that way because my views are so out of touch with the voters in the state of Ohio who want House Bill 454, who want House Bill 616, who don't want their kids indoctrinated in this garbage nonsense in the schools, who are pro-life. I mean, lady, you're going to make me answer that. I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk away because I'm Tim Ryan. And I run from tough questions because I don't want anybody to know who I really am. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.